to Say It In Common, where we talk about it all, not just Dungeons and Dragons. I'm AJ Cannon. I'm here with my good buddy and Dungeon Master Seth Templin. Say hello, Seth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's episode two. Episode two. It was a fun one. It was. It was. It starts to get deeper at episode yep, two. Definitely got into the groove of things, just letting y'all yeah. pretty much go. I just piggybacked off y'all completely. Seth likes to not plan anything supposedly yeah just let it happen let it happen so what did we do what you expected on that one yeah i mean i expected y'all to chase the money i i mean i did plan the uh the lemur lemur or lemur however you want to pronounce it attack and i did plan on y'all meeting envelin evenlin however we're gonna (laughs) eventually decide to say it uh i did plan on y'all meeting her because I needed to get Tyrell his familiar, which... Oh, yeah, shh. Quiet secrets for future episodes. Yeah. What's it going to be? We thought it was a dragon egg. Everyone thought it was a dragon egg, says She says it's not, but that remains to be seen. So, uh... Did you... Were you going to ask me? Well, you were really the big secret hoarder of this episode oh yeah the, you decided not to go bard which you'd always planned on doing a bard that's why you went with the actor background what made you switch over to being a barbarian because at level one quincy is sad he's ticked he's got pent-up rage and it just happened that way see i, I don't want to trying to just let stuff happen like people keep waiting for me to be a bard and i want to be a bard that was the plan but I mean, he kind of already is a bard. He just doesn't know how to use that magically yet. So that may happen. It may not happen. We'll see. I'm trying to just let the game decide, let stuff play out. And at that time, I just thought, you know, how weird would it be for Quincy to just all of a sudden start using magic when he doesn't even, he doesn't know anything about magic when he's like super distracted with all of his depression and rage because he just lost his grandpa in the past week yeah in in a week he lost his grandpa who's the most important person in his life i mean raised him and And then he loses his love interest yeah his friend and love interest yeah and then gets framed for it at the same time he's blamed for it so and run out of his home yeah which he's not been back here that long so i mean he's just a couple couple years yeah yeah he he knows what it's like to be on the road a little bit it's much harder for buck Think he yeah, definitely went he's never it. known anything else. Yeah, poor Buck. But so you you went barbarian. That was that was fun. Uh, we worked. We talked a lot about that leading up to it, and I was really excited about that. And then everyone was just blown away when you yeah. finally uh, said, <laughs> "I would like to rage." Well, and yeah, I mean, you mentioned in the in the episode about. You know, I wanted to keep everything secret. Yep. I wanted to roll my hit points so nobody saw what I was rolling. And then I happened to roll max hit points <laughs> first try. And, yeah, so is that a normal thing, for, like the way you do hit points on level ups? I will let the player roll, or they can take the um, average plus one. So if you're going with a barbarian, instead of taking, instead of taking the risk and rolling a die, you can... Um, you can just take seven, which is, you know, six plus one. Uh, the D8 would be 
five hit points. Where and then a wizard would be four hit points if but, you didn't want to take. But the then you you always give us but the option of you rolling it. If you roll and you don't like what you roll, say you get a four or something, then I will roll your die for you. But you have to take it. Yeah. If I, you and roll, I, if I and I'm pretty good. I usually roll high. You like, do. I've That's why I gamble every times. time. I, but uh, I mean, if you roll one, there's no point in not trying it. But. I mean, right, but it's just giving you a chance, but then you have to accept the consequences when you let the DM uh, step into it. I think it was when we when we went to level three, I rolled a seven, and I wanted you to re-roll it, and you rolled me an eight. So I just, I, I gamble with it. Yeah. I always expect. I mean, the chances are pretty good, unless you roll. I mean, obviously, you're not going to do it if you roll a ten or something, but I, yeah. I would say up to about an eight. If I'd rolled an eight, I probably would have taken it. See, I'm, but, I'm not that, well, maybe with a barbarian, because it's not that big a deal. If I'm a wizard and a, on a D6, I will probably go ahead and take the roll because chances are you're going to get two, you're going to get something right. that's there's not that much right. fluctuation. But I am not passing on a four or a five. Oh, if not I roll on, a four. Yeah. I'm keeping a four right. on a D6 for health. Yeah, for sure. And but three, yeah, I'll go ahead and roll a three on a D6. Oh, I was I was going to say speaking of hit points, we haven't got to that point. I was going to say Tyrell with his class and. He has no hit points because no he's a points. wizard, but he's more of a martial class. He he always likes making characters that just do magic, but also he wants to be in the front lines. And yeah, it's he killed him multiple times. <laughs> he doesn't play like a caster. He nope. runs in there and hits stuff. He always plays like a martial character for sure. But they don't. I mean, that there's more to come on that. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he his character is pretty interesting right now. Yeah, I've never played with someone who's playing uh, his kind of wizard, so pretty fun to watch that go. Do you have any questions for me on the second episode? Man. We're going to get into everything else pretty quick today, it sounds like. Yeah, probably so. They're, I mean, they're not, not a ton of... The, the first episode, you talked a ton about how it all came about and yeah. just kind of our history playing the game. So, not as much this time. I'm trying to think of something super in-depth. We talked last week about how uh, Buck changed from episode to episode. Yeah. And I wonder if that was him as a player deciding, like, okay, I don't want to be that silly. Or if it was actually he was making character choices based on the character. Like, I've been run out of my own home. I've got to start being more serious. Because I, I listened yeah. to it again, and I kind of got those vibes. Like, he was trying to be, well, I don't want to go down this path. I don't want to be like this. Right. And, and, we might have took too much for granted. He might have been thinking of the character the whole time. True. I mean, it all kind of, I mean, it gets where, and you have that in real life too, where it just comes a time when you just got to go, I've got to man up yep. at this point, or I got to grow up. You, you got to do better than this. It's kind of, it's a, it's a coming of age story. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're young. Me and Buck both young. We've never had to do anything, you know, on our own yep. like that. So, Theron's the oldest at like mid 60s or something. Who? Thren? Thren, yeah. Yeah. He's, I think he's in his forties. Okay, he's still but he's young an, for elf, an elf. So that's that's right. like a right. yeah, probably twenties yeah. for a human or like late teens. I don't even think that. Uh, I don't know if I know how old Urist is. I have no dwarf, idea. So he could be older, but I don't. I he's still supposed think he's to be a younger dwarf. Young. Yeah, we're all supposed to be kind of like the same mind yeah. age. Like and younger. we still have another player that's going to join the game uh, on Ep- episode three. Episode three. Yeah. yeah. And y'all don't even know who he is yet. And that's pretty exciting. We're gonna that makes it interesting. The players never played before, but we'll talk more about that next week. He yeah. Yeah, I won't say anything. Yeah. So he caught on quick for somebody that's never played before. I was yeah. a little bit nervous on that. So what did you think of uh Evan Lynn when you first met her? 
Um, I have I have some assumptions now. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not even going to say anything off of off of air. I don't want to ask. Just you go any with questions. your first. Uh, inst- like, what did you first think when y'all met her? I mean, I thought she was super cool. I thought she was going to be some kind of wizard or something. Um, and I could tell she was going to be like a friend, just the yeah. way you framed the situation, how we kind of jumped in. Um, but you know, it kind of turns out she probably didn't need our help. Like she was, she could take care of oh, herself. Yeah, she definitely could take care of herself. And uh, you know, she's talking about how old she is and stuff. We we don't know. There's no yeah. way of knowing how old she is. I actually want to ask any uh, viewers. I based her completely off a of character. Pretty much stole her completely. I just changed the name. And stole the name from something else too. But if you can tell me who I based this character off of in the next like couple episodes, leave us a post and tell us who you think it is, and I'll let you know if you're right. Yeah, and that's uh, on Instagram or Facebook at the Commoners Official. Yeah, send us a DM. We we want to know who's out there listening. And I don't, I don't know who who it is. Is it a fictional character mm-hmm. or a real person? Okay, it's a fictional character, and we're gonna pro- we can get into uh, we're gonna get into some fictional stuff later. On the uh, what I love, what you hate segment. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm excited about that today. Yeah. Okay, well. Is we're done all? talking about the episode? I'm it was not. a pretty short, it was longer than the first episode, right. but I feel like. Oh, not the tarot much. card reading. Okay. I wanted, didn't yeah. want to talk about that. Okay. Like, did you, obviously, you had kind of pre planned what cards we were going to draw. Yeah, you had the was, reading plan. It was a story that I wrote, yeah. That was, but was, were they. Are those actual what those tarot cards mean in real yeah. life? I found out. I went and looked up what the tarot cards mean because I've never messed with tarot cards. I'm not really into the right. tarot readings. But yeah, I looked. I Googled what every tarot was. And I have i don't even know if I did it right. Just that's how I've seen it in movies and kind of imagine how tarot readings work. I don't know the rules of it. But then, like, in, I think it was super simple to understand if I said that something was a card was upside down, it suddenly meant the opposite of the effect. Right. Yeah. And you can do your own thing. Yeah, it I just create my own thing. If that's not how tarot readings work, that's how they work in Palexia. That's and right. That's fine by me. But so, Evan Lynn's into a lot of different stuff. Evan Lynn is a very interesting character. She's yeah. a jack of all trades. She's, She's an alchemist. Definitely. She can cook. Super uh, old, apparently. Super old. She can apparently make stuff appear. Uh, she can tell your future. Mm-hmm. She made that. Uh, she turned her carriage into a into a pocket into dimension. Into a pocket dimension. Yep. Which that all that's pretty funny. Because mm-hmm. because Buck doesn't like magic. Like it yeah. blows his mind. <laughs> and I see. I, uh, you can already tell your character is trying to figure out why you should be able to start suddenly doing magic. Because right, I'm trying like, to work into interesting. It. Yeah, yeah about I magic. love magic. And I love Thrin. Yeah. Like I'm gonna I. I don't even know if I've done it by the point that we're at now, like episode six, but I'm, I'm going to build relationship with Thren super, yeah. super big, especially when I start, if I go magic, but that's, that's are who you, I want to be looking to. Are you still to. wanting to go Bard or are you? Wanting yeah, to I still want of, to, okay. definitely still want to. And, but once I went barbarian, it's like, you gotta, you gotta take it to a certain level. I feel like I, I want to get four or five out of it before. I try anything else, and we'll see where the road goes. I might roll with it until I decide that I'm going to go bard. Yeah, because I don't know what's going to happen. If you do go bard, I might have to work on you on some home rule rules because I really don't like how magic and raging goes 
I might make you a little bit. I don't know. I'll have to. Think how about does that? It. How does that work? You're not supposed to be able to cast magic and stuff while you're raging. Are there any feats for that? I don't know if there's a feat or not. I can't think of one off the top of my head. There's not very many feats, but I don't think that there is. Yeah, the magic ones are like Warcaster. Yeah. That means you can cast two at once or something, right? What? What is Warcaster? All? You can. Uh, it. You get advantage on maintaining your concentration. Uh, if you get an attack of opportunity, you can use a spell instead of having to use a weapon. I don't think there's anything that it doesn't let you. I think you, uh, there's a sorcerer thing that lets you cast multiple magics, but no, I don't think the. Oh, yeah, I think Tyrell was telling me about that. But. Someone used it the other day. Some, I'm thinking at level four, it may be a feat for me. Yeah. I don't know that I'll go. You don't want the ASI? I don't know where I'd put it. Yeah. It, it depends. Because I'm, I'm trying to play Quincy and let him grow as his character. Yeah. Without, I love that, too. DMs love that, like, especially yeah. since we're trying to tell a story with this instead of trying right. to play a game. Yeah, I don't just want to go, well, I want to be a bard, so I'm going to max charisma. Yeah. Like, my charisma's already high because I took the actor thing, and that was plus four. Yeah. So that was just, I'm going to try not to probably put anything else into that, especially if I'm not doing anything to up my charisma. I haven't been doing anything to up my charisma. So, I mean, unless I put it into something like strength or dexterity, yeah, we've been doing some combat. That's not something I've ever done before. So I'm learning that. Or you might say, well, I'm getting more wise because I'm experiencing the world. Mm -hmm. But then you look at feats. And there's probably there's probably something that would be more yeah there's definitely make some more feats sense that would, yeah if you wanted to do but, it completely yeah are we doing feats out of any book because yeah probably there's not very many feats out there okay the, I mean the player's handbook feats are good I just don't know yeah. what else there is there is a few more feats and stuff there's weapon feats you could look at and I'll show you all a link to those and I don't know if any of the other books have any just feats though. I'm not sure. We'll have to look into it. See what options you can have. I am I've got a few books that I'm still waiting to get back from like the GoFundMe's uh not go Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh I'm pretty excited about getting a few of those. Add to the game maybe. Like you say, I always wanna play so many different games. Like, yeah. Oh man. Like Yeah, I have, just take stuff from books and put it into our game. Yeah, maybe. And, that's what I think bit. I will do with this. I, I've given y'all the playtest uh, stuff for that Grim Hollow Dark or something book that I... Oh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. So that's about to come out. I think they're about to start mailing that out. Was that more of a vampire thing or a werewolf thing or what was it? It was, it was grim fantasy kind of stuff, yeah, werewolves. So you and, could easily throw us into an area like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or something out of Curse of Strahd. Yeah. Or, if, like, once we get further into the game and we start exploring the world of Palexia a lot more. Uh, every area is going to be different, and it's going to... We can have... It, I, the way I'm even thinking of the world, I could theme it completely different because every... All three of the different uh, realms within Palexia kind of are completely different. It's right. like almost stepping into a whole new world as soon as you cross the border. And I can definitely play with some of those thematically, and I'm pretty excited about it. Can we can we talk about those areas? Like, that wouldn't be... I, I, I can give you a little bit. I mean, so so south of... Okay, so the region we're in is Bernheim Forest, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the complete north, and then it is pretty much... Uh, it is a third of the nation, and it is kind of blocked off 
all the way around or all the way uh, to the south of it by some mountain ranges that uh, do open up a little bit and that's how you get down to the other two uh, realms. There is the... There's the Dying Lands, the, but is that is that actually what it's called? That's where Thren's yeah, from. Yeah, I think it is called the Dying Lands. And is it kind of yeah. like a like a borderlands it desert? Is, it is more deserty. Uh, it is ruled by uh, Duke Jike. Jike, yeah. J-Y-K, yeah. And he is doing... I, I could tell you a little bit. He is uh, very much into the science of the of the land and stuff. He is... Um, he is uprooting all of the trees, using that as firewood and stuff. He is mining hard for different minerals and ores in the mountains, and he is depleting the nat- the natural resources. So he's Saruman. Very well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like that a lot, yeah. Okay. And the land is, it looks like it's dying because he is taking so much. And then what? what's the other one? It's to the west, right? It's... Is it the Veiled Coast? The Veiled Coast, is that the, the region? Because that's like where Quincy went out to right. act, was yeah. that region, but I don't... Is it I more, think that's the whole area, yeah. Is it more populated? Is it just more now, like Mediterranean uh, kind of... It's more Mediterranean, yeah. It is uh, It is on the coast of the ocean, which is part of the Burnham Forest is too, but no no one is like uh, using the ocean up there. There's no ports or anything. Yeah, there's no ports. There's no like fishing villages... Everything down in the uh, Veiled Coast is completely done with water. There's not even roads from city to city. They use the uh, the rivers to get back and forth. That's uh, kind of similar to like uh, Boat Town or something in the Hobbit, where oh, okay, yeah, yeah, they all they go to the floating cities. There might be a floating city. I don't know. I'm not created a floating city yet. But that would be yeah, cool. everything is very water-based in the Vale okay. Coast. Yeah, cool, cool. And then right in the very middle, just so close to uh, y'all's starting location, is the capital and where the King Draxus lives. Which, yeah, and what is that place called? He his tower is uh, Blackthorn Castle. Blackthorn Castle. Yeah, I don't think I've named the town yet. I don't okay, have, gotcha. uh, we've not got. Gotcha. We've not said that. We wouldn't game, know anyway. Right. But well, we I don't know. We yeah, might you know. might would know. We'd I'm sure. Know. I mean, we'd know the capital. Yeah, I'm sure you've went. You've probably had to go through it on your. You way may down. have told us. Maybe. Um, and what what about the Bernheim Forest? What do we what do we picture there? Like okay, what this is, is very area? much um, oak, oak, like large redwood oak kind of things. Huge trees. So uh, like national forest. National kind of forest. Stuff. Yeah, lots that's of trees. That's kind of how I picture it. Yeah, that's exactly fantasy how it forest. Yep. And that's that's uh, where we're going with that, and everything there is just a lot of farmers living there, um, a lot of just wooded towns, nothing too far forward in terms of it being nice and all that. It's kind of roughneck area, but good starting position. Yeah, I almost picture Hollyhead like the Shire or something, just like yeah, grassy knolls. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right on the verge of it, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, you you gotta you always think Lord of the Rings or Skyrim or something yeah. when you're thinking about it's hard. It. Like it's hard to get away from the classics that we see, right? And, yeah. All right, moving into our on the console segment. On the console, I'm still playing Persona, so I've not really got anything. But I can always talk about Batman Arkham games. I want you to talk about Batman, okay? Because this is just me continuing the thing I love from last week. 
Yeah. If you play this series, I promise you to have a new appreciation for Batman. No, right. The games look good. The I used to watch so you good. play okay. them for a long time. Yeah. Like, they were good Arkham games. Asylum is the first game. Uh, they just remastered it for the newer consoles. If you have a newer console, I know you don't. But um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, they combine those two and put them out together. Both fantastic games. Uh, masterpieces. They have some of the best voice acting, some of the best graphics. It, they're just wonderful games. And then the third one in the trilogy is Arkham Knight. Super awesome as well. When's that coming out? That's already out. That's a long time ago. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I thought you were talking about the new. No. Okay. Now, the Arkham is technically finished. Uh, there is one game that was produced by... Uh, those three were made by Rocksteady. Great games. Um, in between waiting on Arkham City and Arkham uh, Knight... Another uh, Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers Montreal released Arkham Origins. And that was pretty much the same kind of game. They just went their own way with it. It was it was pretty good. Is that right? I think people hated it in the beginning because it was a lot different. But I think it's getting a little bit more love now. I was all right with it. I beat it. I haven't played it since. I would play it if they'd re-release it. Just because I haven't got like I've played the other three so many times. Right. I would play that one again. But Warner Brothers Montreal is releasing a new game. Soon, hopefully this year, maybe next year. I'm not sure, but pretty soon that's gonna come out, and I'm super excited about that. So no, no details on that yet. Not much. No, they've been kind of twit like tweeting out different pictures and uh, capture the night in Latin, I think. So. So is there? Do we know what the setting is, or what? They're thinking uh, it's gonna be uh, earlier Batman. Uh, I think. So before the other games. Before. Maybe. Uh, they're saying there's a lot of leaks that are some are being refuted, some are not. They're thinking that you're going to be able to play as the entire Bat family, so you can switch to playing as Nightwing or Robin or maybe even Batgirl if she hasn't been shot by the Joker yet. That's not pretty sure. cool. Yeah. Um, and they're also saying that the main antagonists are going to be the Court of Owls, which that's pretty cool. That's just like an underground family that kind of runs all of Gotham and no so one knows it's who not they Joker. are. Uh, I mean, you have to have the Joker in a game, I think. Um, I don't know if he will be in this one. He was the main antagonist of all four of the other games. So I think they're going to try to step away from him. Not sure. But you should check out Arkham. You um, play those games. Oh, you think they're going to wait for next gen? Are they going to do it? I I kind of hope they do. Yeah, like, you wouldn't want it. You're this to come close, out. you might as well. Those games that come out like right in between a switch over are never yeah. seem to be good. They're like the ones they one. make for two two consoles. Mm-hmm. It was like I can't remember which uh, Call of Duty it was. It's one of the no, it was Call of Duty Ghosts. I think maybe came out right before Xbox One came out. Yeah. Or maybe it's one of the advanced warfares. I don't remember, but it was really weird. Like it's always bad because most of those studios are already working with new technology because the new console is going to run on something way faster and stuff. Yeah. So they're all their mind is going into working on something else, and they're just like, "Oh, tap, put a bow on that other thing, and let's just right. release it, make some money, and we'll fix it on the next console." Yeah. Well, it'll be really cool if they make it for the for the new ones. Yeah, I'm hoping they will. I don't know what I'm what I'm hoping for for something. I mean, besides, I mean, the next Elder Scrolls game will be a, a must-play. Yeah. Arkham, for me, will be a must-play. And then if, I mean, if like a Spider-Man game comes out or something. They're already making Spider-Man PS5. Okay. That's going to be on next console for sure. Um, let's see. 
I think that they're there. I think uh, Bioshock is working on a new Mass Effect game. I've never I, played that. That is, I want to play those and bring those up on another edition of on the console because I just want to play through all, the whole trilogy. Have you, oh, have you played them all though? Yeah, I've beaten all of them. I did not beat, uh, I shouldn't say I beat all of them. I beat the first three and then Andromeda. I played quite a bit, but I didn't really, I didn't finish it. Those are, uh, like outer space, outer space shooter shooters with some kind of magic a little bit. Are it's they RPGs like talking? Stuff? Very much, yeah. Okay, These, I thought this, so. thought they were since you're going to make me talk about it, they are decision. Go ahead making. and talk yeah. about it. You okay. can apps. They have a whole dynamic of being good and bad. So like how you talk to people, if you let people live and stuff like that, goes on to make yourself more paragon or more renegade. Okay, got you. And that's super awesome. I more games need to have that. Right. I don't know. About Call of Duty, like I don't know. I I'm not actually was super online. interested in this last Call of Duty, and I haven't bought it yet. The which was the last? Oh, the Modern Warfare that Modern came out. Warfare, then, yeah, I, I want. It looked that, really good, but I don't but, have Xbox yeah. One. So, but yeah, I can't remember if Tyrell said he played it or not. I don't know. He's more into Battlefield. I yeah, think. this is why we need him on the pod, though. Yeah, I feel we like need he, next uh, episode. We'll yeah, try to get, we'll him get on Tyrell there. in here, but. Anything they come out with, I would be willing to try. I don't know what's going to be next yeah. for them, but I'm not going to probably be playing online. I'm not an online player. Never have been. Just not. So a, never been good enough at games, I don't think, to do that. I, I really thing. enjoy playing online, but I just don't think. I mean, just the way internet is now. Yeah. I mean, it was so. I don't know what happened, but like when I used to play online a lot, I played Modern Warfare 2 and 3, Black Ops, in that era, we had Verizon hotspot internet it was yeah. like five gigabytes a month and i would play every day me and malachi did we i don't know how link you up run out of that I, I mean it was it was a little bit it was slower than everybody else connection like you could tell once you started playing but it mean you could play i yeah. mean there was a lot of we'd always call them calls you know like you'd not get calls yeah. because you didn't have a fast enough connection but i mean we were fairly decent you see know? i have like 100 gigs right now with unlimited quote unquote yeah and it gets slowed down all the time like and streaming so i'm sure paying a lot more than i'm sure quick. you did yeah yeah i think that was like 50 a month see i've tried doing the ps now where you can like get any games from older stuff that you can just play online right. and it won't even let me play them because it can't stream the game fast enough for me to play them and not even online games like single player games that it's just trying to stream for me that's just play. stupid it's crazy that just sucks I mean, our our internet is unlimited, unlimited. It's just way slower yeah. than yours, which is also one of crap. these days they're going to make good internet a an American human right. right, a human mm. right. It ought to be because the way today, I mean, the way the times are, yeah. I mean, especially with the dang Corona, and I don't want to start talking about yeah. that again, but like, um, we've been filming our church services, and I'm having to drive to Heber to go upload them yeah. at the Jitterbug. So, Just and it's not even shop. open. Luckily, yeah. yeah. Luckily, their Wi-Fi is still on, and I can pick it up outside. But it's just, it's just ridiculous that you can't get good enough Wi-Fi at your house. Yeah. That you have to drive 15 miles to go get Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, anyway, are we moving yeah, on? Definitely check out Batman Arkham games. They're probably the best trilogy I've ever played. Followed pretty quick by mass effect they did look really cool i used to watch you play them i mean they truly you truly become batman in those like sneaking around taking out thugs it's awesome third one arkham knight you get a tank and that's not very fun because you're you 
completely do away with trying to be stealthy all the time and you're right. just shooting tanks with your tank and that's not very cool but <laughs> not for i think the first game arkham asylum is probably the best story driven one and it's the it's the one you can do least with but i think it has the greatest story and i mean like it has the voice actors like mark hamill voices the joker the guy who played luke skywalker on star wars oh he's yeah he's the joker game. He yeah he is he's been the voice of the Joker since early nineties. Wow, the early the cartoon uh, sh- television show. Yeah, the animated Batman series, freaking great series on its own, uh, had him in there, and he's been doing a lot of uh, Joker voices since then. That's interesting. And also, uh, Kevin Conroy is Batman, same Batman as from That's the nineties in the day. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, moving on. We go to oh yeah, we're gonna do something a little different with the common life segment. I don't know if you've got anything, but uh, I'll try to think of something while you tell yours. Okay, well I've got I got two. One of them I'm gonna keep short because this is just unbelievable. Okay, so for the listeners that don't know, I deliver bread for a living, and uh, we deliver to Walmart every day. And I was in there. This was last Thursday, and we have a single serve tasty cake table in there so i deliver tasty cakes and so we've got you know fried pies honey buns snowballs swirly cupcakes that kind of things bag donuts and i go over there on on thursday and people like to use that table as a catch-all just people walking by like oh, i don't need that and they'll just put crap on the table this time it was like little four four or five packs of forks and spoons and stuff and it was just little cheap, probably dollar packages of fork and spoon. They were silverware, metal. And I was like, oh, I, anytime anything's on there, I pretty much just move it onto a Walmart shelf because that's their stuff. So I move it off of that onto, there was an end display there of paper towels or something. I don't know. I slid it over there. The next day I come in on Friday, it was moved back onto our table. <laughs> so here, here, here's what could have happened. Okay, first of all, it had to have been a Walmart employee because yeah. no, no customer is going to move them back over there. Yeah. Second of all, it had to be a Walmart employee that had seen them on our table. And thought they belonged there. Yeah, well, no, they didn't think they, I think they were just too lazy to put them where they went. Yeah. And they got mad that I moved them onto their thing. <laughs> and instead of being a Walmart employee and taking them where they belong, they put them back on our table. <laughs> I could not believe that. That's that. So, what did you do with them? You move them back? There happened to be a guy, an employee that was standing there. He was stocking or counting or something. And I just looked over. I said, "Hey, man, you know where these go?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I can probably find where they go." And he scanned them. He was like, "Oh yeah, they're all the way across the store." And he just put them <laughs> on his. He had a little cart there with some stuff he was stocking, and he just threw them on there. He said, "Yeah, I'll put them where they need to go." It's like, hilarious. "Well, good man. At least there's somebody in here with common sense." Yeah. Anyway, then my other one. Um, I've been doing this workout that a friend told me about. I try to work out a little bit, stay in shape. I run a lot. Um, I need to. Well, you, you're looking pretty good. Nah, I need to so bad. You were running there for a while. What happened? You just Corona. Corona. Oh yeah, because you were going to the community center yep. to run. It's warm now. You can run on the dirt road. Just run yeah, to the end of the road. So back. muddy lately. I'm yeah, always okay. gonna have excuse. Is your road to. state maintenance? It's supposed to be not because state. The potholes, uh, county. It's the same potholes every time I come through yeah. here, and they are big enough to bury a body in. Well, I'm a chicken farmer, so I have semis that bring that feed all the time. Yeah. So they they, they, there. they keep the road bad. But yeah, it is stone. Uh, it is supposed, supposed to, to be get graded. Graded. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I was just wondering because I mean, not well, only that, they're supposed to bring out rock, week. gravel, yeah. and lay on it, mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened. They do sometimes, but like our. Uh, 
our judge that is like the gravel man. Uh, he got corona. So he's, he's in the he's, he's in the house for a while. He's been in the house. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so try to work out a little bit, stay in shape. But a friend told me about this workout, and it's called the Murphy. It's named after uh, some Navy SEAL that used mm-hmm. to do it. It's a Navy SEAL workout, and he, he it's just what he did every day, just daily routine. What it is, the full Murphy is run a mile. Mm-hmm. When you get done with that, you do. You can break this up however you want, but it's two hundred push-ups, three hundred just body weight squats, and a hundred pull-ups. Then you run another mile. Pull ups? Hundred pull-ups. Then you run another mile, and that's, you can do hundred pull-ups thing. in a day. I can't. Somebody yeah. could. Okay. That's insane. Yeah, Navy SEALs are crazy. I've seen them. They go ham on that bar. I just listened to uh, SEAL Team 6 on Audible. Yeah. And, you know, like, not the the buds training, like their insane training, but just to get into the Navy was not that hard to do. Like, it was, you had to run a mile in less than 11 minutes. Oh, heck, I can do that. I can do that. That's a steady job. Yeah, I can do that right now. Um, It was 50 push-ups in two minutes. I think I could knock that out. It might be close. You think you could do that? Yeah. When was the last time you did a push-up? Mm, I don't know. Two minutes? Know. I could, yeah, I could do two sets of 25 in, in yeah. two minutes. Yeah. I could do it. Uh, 50 sit-ups in two minutes. I think I could do that. And then be five tough, pull-ups. I could do it. Just five, yeah, I could do five pull-ups. Yeah, I couldn't do five pull-ups. That would be where you where yeah. you got stuck. Yeah, but I mean, if I wanted to join up, you know, I'd make sure I could. Right. Like, I, I mean, would. that's not really that much. Yeah. Just five. And then, but. like going further into it, like they just added a little bit and lessened the numbers, but not that hard to get into the military. Yeah, not hard to get in. Hard, hard to get to. Hard the to elite. get into the. If elite you're going to be a, a Navy yeah. SEAL. Oh, though. the buds things was crazy. Like, well, then li- listen to listen to the numbers on this. The record for doing that: nineteen minutes and some change. Whoa. You're talking about running two miles, first of all. I thought it was just one mile. There's a mile at the, at the beginning and, and end. And then, okay. Yeah. Now, you think, well, it's easy to run two miles in 19 minutes. Like, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I could probably I can't run two that. miles in 19 minutes. I think minutes, I could so. probably do, I, that would be real close. But then to do everything else, I don't see how there's physically enough time. Are you sure it's 100 pull-ups? It's 100 pull-ups. It, it, no, it's pull-ups. I just don't 100. see that. No, I, there's people that can do that. 100 pull-ups is insane. Because the 200 push-ups... I mean that that's pretty tough. I can't do that yet. But that would that would be really hard. The three hundred squats, I could do three hundred squats right now. And I already did this once today. Yeah. But I've just been kind of breaking it up, doing what I can and trying to build it up. So last week I've done it three times. Last week I did twenty push ups a set, five sets of twenty. Um and I did uh I did two hundred and fifty squats, five sets of fifty, and then I didn't have anywhere to do pull ups at the time, so I did planks. Which wear you out pretty good. Yeah. And then I just ran the one mile. I was like, that wasn't too bad. That was pretty easy. My legs were killing me. The squats were what did me in. Because oh, yeah. I've been doing push ups a little With bit. With no weight on it. It's just, y- your just body. squats, yeah. yeah. And just, I don't know, that repetitive, it kills you. But then, this, uh, no, that was the week before last, maybe. Then last week, I did pull ups on, we, there's a cross beam at the top of our porch roof there, mm-hmm. and I can jump up and, and catch. So I've been doing it on that. It's hard to do it on them, but, or do them on it, but. I, I can do a few. So anyway, today, you know, last week I did five sets of 20 push-ups. I knocked the, the squats down to 200. So I did 100 push-ups, I did 200 squats, and I did uh, 25, yeah, I did five a set pull-ups, five sets of five. And then today I did 
the same everything except did uh, five sets of six pull-ups, trying to just go up a little bit. And then I ran both miles. So... I mean, it it kills you. It, it the the mile you wouldn't think running. I mean, a running mile is not that bad. The first one is not bad at all. You get a good warm up, get a good you know burn going, and then you do the workout, and that kills you pretty good. I've been doing a little bit of rest in between uh, to where I can actually do as much as I can, and then the mile at the end, your body's just done. Like your legs don't want to go because you've done all those squats, and then your arms, your whole body just feels weird. It's yeah. weird. So what's your time? What's your best time so far? I did, which that's not even the whole workout. You know, I'm right. doing half the push-ups, like a quarter of the of the pull-ups, and I mean most of the squats. I could do all the squats, but in both miles, it took me fo- like 45 minutes today yeah. to do less than half of it. Goodness. Somebody did it in 19 minutes. How yeah. is there enough time to even physically just do that? I stuff? guess just knocking it out. And that's no, I mean, I'd like to get it to where I could do it with no rest. Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. The squats, you can, you get a little bit of break. The thing about it is it's all different muscle groups. So the push-ups, you're really working your chest and your core. Mm -hmm. And if you do the squats right after that, you give all that a break before you do the pull-ups. Because the pull-ups, I mean, it's mainly working, you know, your arms, but there's a lot of core involved in that too. So the push-ups and the pull-ups, you can't do them back-to-back, or I don't think you could, I would be able to do them at this point. But man, I don't know how you could do it that quick. I would like to join you on that. Actually, I would. I need to get in shape so bad. Well, just start doing. It. I'll send you the thing, and okay. you start doing it. And I mean, we can do it together sometimes. Okay. Just see. Just set a good, just a realistic goal. And if it's easier than you think it, then it should be. Like if you're not hurting bad, I mean, just bump it up a little bit. I have nowhere to do pull-ups though. One yeah, thing. that's that's one thing for you. Here. You might like rig something up on the porch or something. Maybe that's a high porch though. I don't know. You could get one of those. I don't total think, gym things and I don't think it. that would even work on my things because the people who put my the, door things on there didn't put them on there very good I well they're know. wide too. they're super wide you have yeah. super wide doors so I don't know if it would grab well anyway yeah it's it's just a really good I mean 30-45 minute workout yeah. and I mean full body and you're done like, you think I'm you'll eventually be able to do all of it I, I my goal is to be able to do all of it I don't know if I will get to where I can do 100 pull ups that is insane that, he does it once no, I don't think all in a row. I, okay. I mean, I would assume that the guys that do it do stuff. I mean, the one who did it in like 19 minutes had to have. That or, I mean, do big sets of them, you know, break it into like two sets. If you could do 100 push-ups straight. That's insane. Which I guess people who do that salmon ladder. Yeah. Are doing it. Like, they do that tall salmon ladder on the American Ninja Warrior, and I think they go up. Yeah. If you were to, if you were to, like, those guys that do parkour and and rock climbing and, like, those American Gladiator guys, like that, you could. Ninja Warrior. Do you watch a lot of Ninja Warrior? No. Man, that's insane. Those people are crazy awesome. My my mom watches a lot of that. I love that show. It is cool. I like, I mean, it's crazy what they can do. I like to see what I could do on that, though. It's super frustrating, though. I because like they you see these guys and they're on TV so you don't really know how big they are and they're muscular right. and you're thinking oh man these guys they're as big as I am I'm six yeah. foot two two hundred and sixty pounds and I'm not in good shape like I could be yeah. in better shape but uh, they talk oh this guy's got one hundred eighty pounds on him that's a lot pulling yeah. him down like they're small they're smaller they're dudes small on there. a lot of them they're are, short know, yeah they're five small. six yeah. And, and just spidery, yeah. jumping and yep. I'm not an athlete it, at all. They're amazing. I'm in decent shape, not an athlete. 
and I'm, I'm just trying to lose a little weight. I really, I hate like diets and stuff like that. I really just kind of want to eat. I mean, I, I don't try to go too crazy on stuff. Mm-hmm. I try to watch it a little bit, but I mean, I just want to, you know, feel and look decent. Soda is what kills me. And my I wife I'd has started buying sodas. sodas again. I love Dr. Pepper. I love, I love any soda. I love it all. I love, I love soda. And but, it's so, I even like, like the zero calorie ones. I, I can eh. drink Coke Zero just fine. Well, tell me the difference in Coke Zero and Diet Coke. Aspartame, I think. No, There's it's no... in both. Oh, is there? Yeah, I looked. I got Coke Zero. I was like, oh, this won't have aspartame in it. What does it have? Like, it's got to have something to sweeten yeah. it. To sweeten I thought it, it was just nothing. Uh, not sweet and low. Uh, Splenda? Splenda. I thought That's Splenda. what's in Diet Coke. That's what aspartame is. Oh. Diet Coke is Splenda. So I'm wondering what the difference in Coke Zero is. Let me just Google Just look it up. I can drink Coke Zero, though. I can't stand. Yeah, I do like Coke Zero better than Diet Coke, but uh, it just doesn't, the flavor just isn't really there, and it almost, I don't know, it's kind of like Diet Coke. It's just watered down kind of tasting. The key difference between the two drinks is a single chemical. Coke Zero features sodium citrate in its ingredient list, and Diet Coke has citric acid. Coca-Cola no sugar looks and tastes more like more like Coca-Cola Classic, while Diet Coke has a different blend of flavors, which gives it a lighter taste. So that's it. Not much difference. Not much difference. Huh. Diet Coke does not add a new add nutritional value to your diet, and the long-term effects of drinking diet sodas are still unclear. Just all sodas are bad, really. But hmm, if you're going to drink soda, I say just drink soda. I mean, don't just do diet. Try, the diet's go got on. this stuff in it that's going to cause yeah. cancer and crap. I mean, everything causes cancer. Now the rest course. of it's just sugar and you know, yeah. carbs and and fat. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I'd rather. Drink I would love that to, like we just chemicals. watched this past season of The Biggest Loser, and. It's scary because I'm like 20 pounds away from like being. No, you're. No, I not. am. Yes, I am. I'm like 20 pounds away from being uh, able to go on that show. You just have to weigh 300 pounds or what? There was some dudes that weighed 280. I think they're probably shorter than me. But yeah, the, they're probably way shorter than you. The I think the guy who won, he was the biggest. He weighed 400 pounds. He he looked incredible by the end of it. He like he lost. I think 200 pounds after, like, up to this point right now. There was a young kid, though, that came close to winning, and he uh, he lost well over 100 pounds. I could probably lose 100 pounds. I don't like, know. I just don't. You're, you're a bigger built guy as it is. Well, I mean, just I, a heavier what is, That's just built. the same as saying that someone is big boned. I just, I God, think. Well, it's a true thing. Like, I, you can be just a denser built guy. I just don't know if that's really true, though. Like, I really think I could lose 100 pounds. Well, like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like if I lost 20 pounds, I would look crazy thin. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mean, I'd like to lose about 15. How much do you weigh? I've been 190 to 195. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I feel like I don't, I don't know, I may look like I weigh that much. No, you don't. You don't. But, I don't know, I've always been a thick, I'm just a thicker build. Yeah. And, I mean, not everybody is a lanky, skinny I just, like, I can't imagine me being down below at 200, because I just don't even know what I'd look like. I think if you got to 200, you would look healthy, thin, healthy. Yeah. Like, I wonder how much of that would have to be muscle. Like, what would be my fat percentage at that point? Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. See, you look at stuff like the BMI, and it's mm-hmm. so dumb. Oh yeah, I am considered so dumb. Uh, morbidly obese. Morbidly obese. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm obese on the BMI, yeah. and but, I just don't think it it fits with today's culture, just because of the fast food and the sodas and stuff. All the chemicals we're putting in our children are just growing bigger than they ever could. Yeah, before. I agree. Like, I agree. If you look at the stats and the numbers for what we were as averages a hundred years ago. We're so much taller and so much heavier. Yeah. And a lot of it's muscle. The BMI doesn't take muscle yeah. in. I mean, it calls me obese. I definitely don't think I'm overbeast. I might be at risk to be over, uh, slightly overweight. Yeah. But my, we have this scale at the house that it, you connect it to an app, and it tells you a bunch of different stuff. And one of the things it told me, I can't remember if it was my, there was part of it that said I was in the, the green, like, athletic it said I was like the athletic performance, yeah. like that was what my numbers were. But the BMI said that I was obese. Yeah. But, oh yeah, it was, it was my, my body fat percentage was in the athlete range or real close. It was above average. Yeah. And it said that for me to get into the average or healthy or normal range on the BMI, I think it's called normal range, my body fat percentage would have to be like almost nothing. Yeah. Because my, it said that my, my healthy weight was like 165 pounds or something. My 0% body fat weight, no fat on my body, I would still weigh 160 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be 1, 1.5% body weight. That's like a swimmer athlete or something, like yeah. a, an Olympian or something. Nobody's 1% body fat. Basketball players that are super athletic are probably, you know, I don't even know, 8 or 10%, yeah. something like that. Like LeBron James, you look at him. He's high, high, pretty high percentage body fat. Yeah, probably. And that, so for in order to be normal on the BMI, I would have to be at yeah. 1% body fat. I don't think anyone goes off for the BMI hardly anymore because it just doesn't. They still show you those numbers at the doctor, yeah. like when you get your results from stuff. Yeah, BMI says you're obese. Okay, well. What do you want me to do? Yeah. yeah. I guess be 1% body fat. Cut the left fat. arm off me, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Lose a leg. Yeah. <laughs> I had a thought. I don't know where I was going. Do you have a, a common life thing? I don't think so. I work and Nothing here going at the on. farm, and we've been in Corona, so we've not been able to go anywhere. So I don't have anything that's like just no, nothing ruffled new. My what, what about cooking? Are you cooking anything? Oh yeah, we. I mean, we get our home chef every week. Loving home chef. Shout out home chef. Shout out home chef. You should be sponsoring us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I. I it's we. It's a great deal. Uh, if you have. I think it's pretty cheap. It's you could definitely buy the ingredients at a store for cheaper. Uh, I don't know if the cuts and stuff are as good because we tried to buy salmon at Walmart and we compared the two and it was easy to tell the difference. Night and day, and night and day. Yeah. So we're paying like ten dollars for myself a very fancy meal and ten dollars for Cynthia to get the same one week. And so twenty dollars a meal, basically twenty dollars for yeah. And that and how many does that? That's one meal. But how many a week does it send? We, you can, can you send, sign you up can for get, however many. You can you want. Su- yeah, you can sign up for three meals a day all all the days yeah. of the week. Well, that but we just get insane. three. We just get three meals. Three uh, meals a week. Yeah, a okay. week. See, that's not that bad. I mean, see, I made I made it delivered and be good stuff, and not yeah. have to go to the grocery store. It's, yeah, basically, you got dinners covered. It's, yeah, and it's super fancy. Like it's I, you could not get some of the meals that I'm making at a restaurant. For as cheap as that I am. Does it, uh, 
does it like come with? Does it send you a link to YouTube or anything where you can watch people cook it and show you how to do it? Or is it just probably? Recipes? But I I know enough about cooking. It has the recipes step by step that you have to so do, you and it even shows it. pictures, kind of. Yeah, on the back of it. Um, let's see. One of the most difficult ones, as far as like for someone who's not been in a sh- in a uh, kitchen very much, I would say I made a fried fish taco the other day, and they sent me. Eight ounces of canola oil in a little uh, in a little jar, yeah. and you just had to put that into your uh, pan, cut up your fish into whatever chunks you wanted. It gave you a mix that you could use as the breading, and then you have to just put it in there after the uh, oil's gotten hot, right? And fry it up. Like I would say, that that's was the, the hardest most one, difficult thing that I've done so far on that. <laughs> that's not too difficult. No, I think most people can do was it. Was the fish pretty good? It was. A freaking fantastic! It was. It also came with boom boom sauce. So it had a bit of a bite to it. It was amazing. I like fish taco. Though. Yeah, it was so tacos. good. You ever had them at uh, Anglers in Mountain View? I don't think so. No. They come with. Which I don't usually use it, but it's. It comes with a. Uh, they have like coleslaw on them. Not not like nasty coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Like. I love coleslaw. Well, Most it's coleslaw it's is. more it's more like a like a chopped salad kind yeah. of coleslaw on there. It's just you know the cabbage and turnips and whatever. And then it's, uh, they've got like a house-made mango salsa that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the salsa, but the tacos are great Yeah, as far as a fish taco goes. But that, that mango salsa, like a lot of people think that's really good too. Yeah. I like, I watch a lot of the cooking shows and stuff and mango salsa is interesting. I've never made it, but I think if you made a good steak, you could put a mango salsa on a steak. Probably. A Hawaiian, be, yeah. Hawaiian ribeye. Yeah. People like pineapple. I, I'm not a big. See, I like if I like pineapple. I I like the Hawaiian burger. Con- do you concept. like uh, Do you like horseradish with a with a steak or with a burger? Is that uh, I eat a little bit of horseradish with prime rib. When you okay. get a prime rib, you want a little bit of horseradish. With a little prime horseradish rib. and ajou. Love ajou. Salty um, the better. What's that thing that's like horseradish? Wasabi. What? Wasabi with uh, sushi and stuff. That's. Yeah. I'm not too big into wasabi. Uh, it's got kind of that same bit, like strong vinegar. Hot, yeah, yeah, like horseradish. I made Cynthia and me the other night with our home chef. We got uh, scallops with Brussels sprouts and potatoes. She hated it. She, scallops of seafood, right? Scallops of seafood. Yeah, you just you fried up two little. It, we got like six scallops, and again, this is ten dollars for scallops. Not yeah. something you what, have every day. What are they like? A clam or it's a no? kind of a clam yeah i think so it wasn't any good did you like i it? loved it yeah i loved it it showed you how to make a pesto sauce that you put on top of that made out of uh pistachio nuts and uh, parmesan cheese with a little bit of garlic oil oh my gosh it was so good do you uh, do you pick what comes yeah every week you pick every what, week you pick it out you pick what you want can they you give do you random list. if you wanted to you, they they select three things like or however many you you order every week i've got it set to where i just automatically get three okay and then it picks the three like it has the most famous one that everyone loves the most and yeah, i don't guess i don't know how they really pick the three but yeah and it, is it frozen when it comes it is not frozen it's pretty fresh and they like they they have the box insulated and uh, has like frozen uh, ice, ice bags packs. inside. Yeah. So it's just refrigerator cold. Yeah, cold. It's refrigerated cold. That's yeah. pretty nice. So it's fresh. Put, yeah, it's fresh. It's super awesome. That's like I, I still have one more meal that I have to make, and it's going to be a uh, honey mustard salmon 
with a potato and apple mash. That sounds awful strange. I don't know about that one. I'll, potato let, let, let me grab apple? the picture for you. Is it like uh, like mashed potatoes or more like uh? No, it's cut up. Great catch. Yeah, this is all three of ours from this week. You can look at it. Okay, so, oh, this, it's this here. Yep. So it's kind of like a, it looks like coleslaw mixed with, with And if you turn potatoes. the page upside down and flip it over there, it, it shows gives, you how to do each yep, step. every step. Finish browns and start potatoes. It even tells you what order to yeah, cook it, each yeah. individual thing in. Yep. It's, it's pretty, pretty accurate. It all gets done at the same time. Hot, you, fresh yeah. off the... It's a pretty cool idea. It is super cool. They even have options that you can buy just protein packs. And they'll send you like five steaks and five pieces of chicken and five things of fish for $100 or something like that. Home chef. Scallops. That scallops and pistachio looks good. It was very good. Cynthia but did not eat hers, though. Does she not like uh, seafood? She, uh, one of the things on there, one of the cremas, it was, it used a lot of sour cream and she doesn't like sour cream. Is it, does it have a shrimp consistency? Is it a it's shrimp? Kind of the consistency is a little bit shrimp-like. It's much sweeter than shrimp though. It's kind of a sweet sea More fish. Like crab? It, Just kind of an, a thing it, all It has its own. own thing, yeah. Yeah, it has its own thing. Too bad we're not sponsored by Home Chef. I need to yeah. like tag them. And uh, I, if you want to try it sometime, I can give you $35 off your first order. You can? Yeah, I can. What, what do we got to do? Just to send get... you a text message with, through Home Chef, and you'll get $35 off, and I'll get $35 off. So, Are you telling me, or are you telling the listeners? I'm telling you. I guess, <laughs> no, there's a way that I could do it for the listeners, too. Like, I need to figure it out. But if people were interested, yeah, I could. So if, I they, could... if they hit us up on the Instagram, yeah. Yeah, at, at the Commoner's Official Facebook, yeah, if you Instagram. want a if you want a thirty five dollars off of Home Chef, hit us up. I'll send you a link. Seth's got the hookup. Hook and, up. And Seth also has the hookup on Seth's movie minute. Well, this is more our movie minute because we yeah, just we, watched we this movie together. Um, gonna every week I'm gonna try to watch something that comes out uh, to let you guys know whether you need to watch it or not. I think you enjoyed this movie more than I did. I, I wasn't saying much through the movie, so we could talk about it during yeah. this. Yeah. But what? Just tell me what we three, just watched out of five stars. Well, we just watched The Way Back, oh, starring yeah, way Ben back. Affleck. Uh, he is a uh, very down and out man, alcoholic. He's lost his son to a horrible disease, uh, and he starts coaching a basketball team. Yeah, don't give too much away. Well, that's just kind of the yeah. And uh, it was it was a pretty sad movie. I would okay. So I am I I am a fan of movie of of uh, sports movies. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Glory Road, fantastic. Glory Road's great. Coach Carter, great. Uh, Remember the Titans. I've not actually seen Remember the Titans. You need to watch Remember the Titans. Space Jam, great movie. No, no, that doesn't count. (laughs) Airbud, still doesn't count. (laughs) Facing the We Are Marshall. That's a good one. Facing the Giants is okay. I mean, if you like inspirational films. I, for this one, I'm gonna give it a. 
a two out of five. Just two? Two. Yeah, I'm not too much. I'll never watch this movie again. Yeah, I would, I, there's no need in watching yeah. it again. There's some movies I'll watch over and over. But no, I was not a fan. And of not based off back. a true story. Not based off a true story. Not being based off a true story doesn't hold. It takes away from it because, like, what's the point of this guy going through so much if it wasn't even real? Like, right. And you yeah. look at a movie like Coach Carter, very yeah. similar movie. Yeah. Parallels. The Gridiron Gang. That was based off a I've true not story. Seen that one You've not seen the Gridiron Gang no. with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No. Oh, I you need to. Well, maybe also I did way, way back. Back when Exhibit I did, Yes, was like I did see that way back. Do yeah. they play the. the no, that's the longest yard. Uh, where that, they play the wardens in a football game. Yeah, that's the longest yard. Man, I don't remember if I saw Gridiron. Gridiron Gang is, uh, well, it's it's a, about a correctional facility for youths, and they play. Uh, I think the Christian schools are getting let them. Okay, in yeah, I don't think I have. I don't think I have seen that. Yeah, it's a great movie. You should definitely better than The Way Back. But I was gonna say. Okay, so my my yeah, take two out of five. What movie. did you give it? Out of five. I'm going to give it a three, just so we average it out at a 2.5, because I think that's what it deserves. Okay. Um, first main thing that I like about the movie, I like movies that make me feel something. Mm-hmm. It made me feel, I felt dreadful the whole time. I felt like I was feeling what he was feeling. I think yeah. they captured that well. Also, I think the musical score played into that a ton. Did you even notice the musical I didn't, score? I see. This is interesting between me and you. I did not pay much attention to the musical, but the the directing choices of like the shaky camera was just insane. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. We were saying there's not a tripod used. Don't in know this, why yeah. they decided to go with shaky cam. It, it, ca- but, yeah. it captures the 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 emotion. Uh, maybe, but like there was parts where usually you want shaky cam if people's in motion. It. It overshows the motion, but right. there's many times them sitting in a car or sitting at a table, and still and shaky. the shaky camera. It was very. I did not like it. Well, it's like kind of like you're in his mind. Like he's May, just unstable. I kind of thought of that too. Yeah, I like as the movie went on. I actually thought about about that earlier on. I was like, if his mind gets into a better place, which it, the really, camera might stabilize. The, ca- the camera <laughs> might stabilize, and that'd be a really cool directing choice. I don't. I don't. don't what the, he never got into a good enough mind. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> To have a to have a not shaky camera. Well, anyway, the the musical score was great, and that's something that I I notice when it's good. I don't necessarily always notice when it's bad. It is something I kind of, especially with this movie, it has the which some movies have recurring. The soundtrack kind of stays the yeah. same, or it'll have the same kind of hook. Um, this one definitely had that. It was the same piano thing all through the movie, played slightly different ways, played more intensely or maybe with a drum beat behind it here and not here and i thought that was really cool another movie that does that is uh hitch will smith and uh kevin james mm-hmm. um great movie great movie one of the best movies of all time and i think it's i mean romantic comedy wise anyway yeah and i think one of the main reasons is the, is the score and i don't think people don't realize that and all throughout the movie different scenes you're hearing it is the same hook over and over, and it goes da 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 da. But they play it in like an upbeat jazz kind of thing. They play it in like a low down mellow kind of thing. It's super cool. If you watch that movie again, just listen to the music. Oh. It's the same song all the way through. Okay. And uh, I really enjoy that about that movie. Um, anyway, this was kind of kind of the same thing. I kept noticing like I think I was being pulled into the emotion of the movie because of the piano thing because I I connect with music more than I do with anything yeah. else. Um, 
The acting was good. I mean, Ben Affleck is good. You know what? I have grown to really enjoy Ben Affleck's acting. I used to be a very much Ben Affleck hater. Oh, really? But he swayed me here recently. Gone Girl is one of my favorite movies of all time. Gone Girl is a great movie, and Ben Affleck killed it. Like, that's, that's a great a movie. Great movie. Great I've movie. never watched it because most people say yeah, Hans hate hates movie. it. Hans hates that movie. Hans scared, is scared to death of it. Great movie. Very, very We should have good. Hans on the pod. Well, yeah, we'll have to. Visitors. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to just be the common. We'll just bring him on after we talk about the, after the uh, D&D the, stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, maybe because he, I mean, he'll be on it eventually. Yeah. He'll, hopefully him and yeah. Malachi. They'll try a game, I'm sure. Yeah. They'll come be guests and then maybe they can come in yeah. here and be on this too. One can. problem I had with this movie though is in like every, there, you did not get attached to any of the kids that were playing. They tried yeah. to get you attached on one of them, kind of. Like, the coach even went to the guy's father. That never resolved. Did you realize the dad the, never the came? The dad showed up to the did last he? game. Yeah, at the oh, playoffs. Oh, didn't show it enough for me to yeah, realize Oh, crap. We've, I mean, there's spoilers here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not really... It's not, not that big. And he's the only player. They had other players, like you called him uh, old country or big country big or something. Big country, yeah. Never he, developed I him. feel like he could have had an arc... Somewhere in there, the player that got kicked off, like every every sports move show just like has Coach a player Carter, get kicked off. Same. Yeah, Great Iron Gang, they all have someone who gets kicked off because they can't handle the pressure, and then they just come back. And he came back way too early. Like I agree, yeah. It was just, and that was over. I never like he still didn't even get to really play. It showed right. him one time coming off the bench after he'd had to sit down for a while. Yeah, but it never showed him. Like, no. Well, it's because the focus was on Ben Affleck. It was, it was ser- the focus was on the coach. Yeah, it's not like Coach Carter. It develops a bunch of the players. Yeah, and then, it, but that's it's also a true story. Mm-hmm. That that was one thing that was disappointing to me about this is that it not being a true story, and then knowing that Coach Carter better movie was a true story, yeah. and it's not focused on the coach because Coach Carter was. I mean, he was the Ben Affleck. He was in influencing the kids in a way, yeah. but he wasn't changing himself that much. He was just influencing them, and you could watch the kids change. And on this, it was more. I mean, they're both changing, but yeah, the kids didn't develop as characters. But I could pair. There was a couple of those I can parallel the kids in, in Coach Carter. The one that got. I was doing the, the, the same one thing. that got mad. It could either be Timo Cruz, the the punk one, yep. the gangster one, or the. Uh, Junior Battle, the one whose mom comes and talks to him mm-hmm. at the store later. Um, he could be either one, but Junior got mad. Why did it, why did he get mad and leave? I haven't watched that movie in a long time. I can't remember. I can't remember why he got mad. Anyway, he got mad and left for for some stupid reason. But then he had to work his way back so hard. Like he had, like, no, that was Timo Cruz. That was, oh, was the, it? the okay. punk one. Yeah, he okay. had to work his way back. This kid didn't have to work his way back. No, he acted more like Timo though. He was yeah. arrogant, you yeah. know that kind of thing. And then the 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 kid with the headband that was always hitting on the girls. Kenny, yeah. yeah he could have had a great... Uh, a he he could have, yeah. Arc, Which yeah. they did kind of circle that. A little. It was kind of... It was... But he was the... Uh, it was nowhere near as well-directed or well-written as Knives Out, which we just watched not Yeah, we watched Knives Out not long great ago. Movie. What, uh, but what's the... I, why can't I think of his name? Uh, he's the one that all, all girls think is attractive. From Step Up and and Channing Magic Tatum? Mike Channing Tatum, yeah, he's in Coach Carter, and he's hitting on girls all the time. It's he's I the don't same even character. remember Channing Tatum being in that movie. You it's don't been so long that I've seen that. Yeah. Well, he there's one part of the movie he's in the hall. He's supposed to be in class. He's in the hall hitting on girls, and the coach does but comes by. And it's the same thing. It was it was a lot of parallels. That was another thing I didn't like about yeah. it, especially it not being a true yeah. story. Pass on the way back. 
Yeah, not not a necessary watch. Not Decent a great film. Ben Affleck movie. Not a great sports movie. Just not a great movie. And the the commoners of D and D give it a. 2.5 overall. Out of, out of and five. if you guys have a movie y'all would like us to review, uh, we're going to try to do new ones. If you want us to review an old one just for the fun of it, see if you agree with our uh, our ideas or our takes on it, let us know in the comments. Yep. At the Commoners Official Facebook. And, and we'll shout you out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And and to, to, to roll into the Pixar theory, I, I oh, mean, yeah. hopefully we don't stay on this too long because we're, we're getting pretty long and we still got to do I mentioned the, this uh, last week and you'd never heard of it. I never heard the Pixar theory. I went back. I went home. And just, I think it was just yesterday, I watched the Pixar theory. The, the, By the Super Carlin Brothers. The Super right? Carlin Brothers, yeah. yeah the, new, the newest one. They yeah. put one out a long time ago, yeah. I guess, that is, it's updated. They try now. to update it a lot, yeah. I'm not on board with it. I think you're on board with okay, it. Okay, this is not their thing. This is a, like, other people thing, and they've just, this is what their yeah, they didn't YouTube start is it, about. Right. But. Yeah, they're big fans of it. And you say you're not into it, but I'm pretty positive that some of the people who come from Pixar has kind of hinted that this is actually the case. Pixar employees. Yeah. That's their idea. Yeah. Okay. Here's, so here's the, ho- where, the whole thing is all of them are connected. I, I don't know if we talked about it much. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. It's, it's all, all the same all, It's all the same universe. Yeah. And it starts with the, the good dinosaur and the asteroid doesn't hit Earth. Right. So you're talking about this being Earth if mm-hmm. the asteroid had never come. Yeah. It doesn't kill the dinosaurs, but just like then it then comes the takeover of man being a dominant species mm-hmm. as it with happens. magic. magic, but is, magic a is, a, is a thing. But technology takes over. Technology takes over after humans. Well, no, yeah, and it was not gas and gulp. It was by and large. By and large, yeah, yeah. And Wally is there's no humans on Earth yep. because we've polluted it too yep. bad. And when they make it back to Earth, the Earth is still too corrupted, and they be, they. Uh, Transform into the monsters into the to monsters, monsters, Inc. monsters Inc. That's yeah. where I jump off board. All the way up to that, I think that's pretty cool. I think that works. You they don't like make the, the timeline work, but one of their excuses for saying that humans could change into something like that is Jack Jack being no like shapeshifter. No, The Incredibles is still early. It's probably right, the and magic that's nineteen fifties is what they were saying. Yeah. But that's part of the magic. People were using magic, and then they got away from magic, started using technology, and they got back. Oh yeah, because he was saying that. Yeah, it was like radiation and stuff that turned them into monsters. I just I don't know because of the wor- the Earth was so polluted that one little green thing finally grew. They should not have come back. The Earth was not ready to take them back. It yet. probably no, it was not ready. <laughs> but maybe now they've got a renewed appreciation yeah. for. And then I where I jump off of it is onward. I Which, don't like. The we'll onward. say spoiler alert on this one. If yeah. you haven't watched Onward yet and you don't want to know anything about this, then you can skip ahead a few minutes. But well, it's it's you can see from the uh, from the uh, ads for Onward that there's two moons in the sky. So it's obviously yeah. they're not on Earth. It's a different planet. And their whole their whole thing is that like the I, there's two plant or two theories on this one, and I like the second one that I'm going to talk about. The first one is just that one of the by and large ships crashed down on this planet. And all these aliens, which are similar to our like fairy tale creatures, uh, took the technology that they found on this. That, by and that's large, that's the theory that I've that I heard. I right. haven't heard any other one, so okay. please enlighten me. Okay. Well, I texted it, and you said you liked it. Uh, oh, okay. but th- yeah, I that's that. so. And I look back, I found out what some of like triple dent gum was one of the big. Yeah, that was what I uh, Easter eggs that they dropped yeah. in there. Apparently the rock. I haven't finished that video to see what other Easter eggs are in there, but I need to. Triple there wasn't many. No, in I, actually, this one said there was fifty. 
50? Yeah. So it said. I haven't watched all of it, but they said there were 50. I didn't. I haven't watched it just looking for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that, and that, so this planet has just been overcome by the technology from the by and large ship that these aliens found. That's how they think that onward fits into the Pixar theory. So it's, it's a, it's the universe, not just the planet. Right. It's the Pixar universe theory, not the Pixar earth planet. It is too. Okay. First of all, these mythological creatures like elves, manticore, goblin, uh, what's the half horse? Centaur. Centaur. That's what you've got here. Those are all things that man has created. Mm-hmm. What are the odds of them being just happening to be on some other planet, all functioning how we have in our mythological yeah. D&D realm, lore, yeah. all that kind of stuff? So what the, are the this odds This is where that? the second theory, and I like this one better. This is the one I follow. The theory is that Onward is Andy from Toy Story's Dungeons & Dragons game. Oh, I didn't realize that that's what yeah. that was what you were saying. Yeah, and it kind of fits because um, spoilers, like we said for onward, um, the main character. What is his name? I can't remember. I know Barley is the older brother. Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. this is embarrassing. <laughs> Edit. Ian Lightfoot. Ian. Ian. That is Lightfoot. That's yeah. Lightfoot Halfling. But he's um, yeah. But he's a half elf. <laughs> or he's an elf. Yeah. yeah. He's not an elf. Um, Ian never meets his father because he's sick. And the big Pixar theory is that uh, Andy did not know his father, that his father was uh, died shortly after Maggie was born. I think Maggie was a sister, right? I think so. Possibly. was So he did not get to have his dad very much. So it just makes sense that his Dungeons & Dragons game that has all of these, like you said, creatures from yeah. our world... Or our mythologies, you know, um, would be. I mean, it lines pretty well yeah. with D and D. Yeah, it definitely lines up with D and D. It would make a great. Which is game. what they were trying to yeah. do. I think so too. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's present day, and then it. But oh, it, all the creatures, Super Carlin Brothers, uh, were I actually watched their, and y'all should go check out their YouTube video. They're super awesome. They're very nerdy. They talk about Marvel. They talk about Harry Potter. They talk about. Pixar. This is the only video of theirs I watch. They, I love their videos. I watch all the videos. They like every week. It seems like they have another Harry Potter uh, trivia episode, and I I love those because I'm. It's really well done. Fan. Really well yeah. made. They're really good at their at their craft. But on the onward review that they did, a spoiler review. Uh, they were talking about how they think Stranger Things had a big influence on Dungeons and Dragons, and I don't know if that's true. I think, see, one of them, I don't think they play Dungeons and Dragons, and I, I think that they just think that Dungeons and Dragons got more famous because of Stranger Things, where one of them actually said, do you think they just kind of knew something was happening and they jumped on it, and the other one said, no, I absolutely believe that Stranger Things jumped on the uh you think D&D was already blowing up? I think it was blowing up, and they took advantage of it and used it and helped it, for sure. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I you just said last week how Anthony's had been watching Stranger yeah, Things, so true. he wanted to play D&D. Yeah. But what, well, what do you think made D&D blow up, anyway? Critical Role had a huge part of it. You think yeah. that many people oh, yeah. that didn't know what D&D was before were just watching their, Critical Their Role? streams and stuff, the, the amount of people they had watching that first season was insane. Yeah, I know. And they weren't people that know anything about D&D. Right. They were just people. Yep. Just just like the voice acting or yeah. the role play or whatever. Yeah. And then you've got... I can't see watching it streams. if I don't play D&D. I don't think I would. I don't know. What? 
I can't see watching it if I didn't already play Dune. Yeah. See, I found Critical Role before when I wasn't playing Dungeons and Dragons. Really? Actually, I actually got on Twitch and just Googled or I searched uh, for Dungeons and Dragons because I'd played before, but uh, it came up and I found that, and it was early on. And there's like it was early. Um, they were only like on the episode four or something, and then I got away from it and read an article on Game Informer about them like fifty episodes later, and then jumped back in and caught up by the end of the first season. So you you did listen or watch the the whole first season. First season was much better than season two, in my opinion. I've I've I don't at me. I I jumped on. Uh, they were fifty into to season two when I learned about it. Yeah, and I've they're at somewhere around a hundred, and I'm on like eighty eight. See, that's I'm catching up right now because I guess they're probably yeah. not putting any out. I don't. I, I was actually wondering that if they were still playing or not. I don't. Th- I really don't hmm. think so. They're keeping uh, the quarantine safe. Huh? I was. Yeah. And I, I was, I've been like 12 behind for a couple months, just staying right around 12 behind. I can't listen to more than about one a week, usually. I'm in the 60s still on season two. I'll have to catch up. But what's interesting is they finished up. What level are they at where you're at? You know? See, they're 11, 10, 11, 12, maybe. Whoa, really? Might be that high. And where are you at? Maybe 10. Wow. I know they're 10. I know they got to be at least 10. But I always I podcast all of it. I don't watch any of it yeah. so that I don't get to see the little yeah. cards. Season one, they got to level twenty and they did their boss battle at episode like one sixteen. So I was wondering if this one was about to wrap up or not. I don't know. Unless they're higher level than than I think they are, but they might be trying to milk it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know how often they level up. Once every few. I think they used to make a bigger deal of it. I don't think he lets people know that they level up too big. Yeah, he doesn't anymore. Now. I mean, sometimes he said, "All right, you level up," and they'll start kind of rolling their hit points and stuff before the show goes off. Yeah, uh, but that hasn't happened in a while. So yeah. yeah, I never know when they're leveling up. But anywho, so something you love that I hate. Well, are you done talking about the Pixar theory? I th- I don't know unless you have anything else. To say I, I, I like it. It's fine. I, I'm not. I think it's cool. But I also think people read way too much into stuff, and I don't know. If Pixar people have hinted that it is a thing, or are they just going along with, because it's a good hype thing. At this point, you kind of, like, you wonder if they're, like, something that the Carlin brothers said that interested me is this is the first Pixar theory, or Pixar movie that is getting away from a sequel for a good while, that they might go back to making oh, original Onward content. Was? Yeah. Because they've put out how many cars, how many uh, they did their second Incredibles. They did their second. They did Final. I haven't got to see Incredibles two yet. It's not on Disney Plus yet. It was not as good as I still need to watch it. That one came out a long time after the first one. So did Finding Dory. Old. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I'm going to watch that one. There's a few of mine to watch. Coco. I haven't seen Coco. I've never seen Coco. Um, But yeah, I like. I'm a big Pixar fan. And my, you know, it freaks my dad out because he, he's like, how can a grown adult like watching animation? Those are great movies. Just, I, I don't know. They're well done and they, and they try to put, you know, adult, you know, the stuff yeah. that adults will think is funny in there too because yeah. they know they're all watching it with their kids. It's yeah. not, and when you watch Toy Story when you're three years old, like I watched it on a loop when I was three years old. Yeah. Like I have to watch them all now. I mean, it's too, too big of a part of my life. Yeah. And I haven't watched four yet. So four's good. Four is way better than three. Um, I hated wow. three. Was not a fan of three. Why? It's epic. Sad. <sighs> I didn't like it. Gosh, four, so I think four one, is much that better. one affected my life. Toy see, Story I three. Didn't, did. I didn't like that. Well, one I had much. to see what four is all about. Is it a tearjerker? 
It's sad. I'm tired of having my tears jerked by Pixar. No, it's sad. It breaks everything. Oh, it breaks it. Oh, no. Scared to watch it. I was scared to watch it after the third one. Oh. Life-changing event for me. Yeah. You should check it out because it's, okay. it's, it's big. I'll watch it. I don't know if there'll be a Toy Story 5. Oh, that? no. Don't say stuff like that. There'll be a Toy Story 5. I don't know. Okay, something I love that you hate. Let's All move right. on. Something I love that you hate. You want to start or me? You can start. Okay, I'm going to give myself 60 seconds. So I'm going to be talking about fishing. Seth, why don't you I go ahead? Th- throw away the 60 seconds. Let's just talk about it until we're done no, talking about no, it. No, I'm pu- I want to... We can talk about it after I get done with my 60 seconds. But I, I want to make my, I told you I I wanna make my 60 second that. argument. Okay. See what I can do. Okay. Um, anyway, I, I'm a big fan of fishing, mainly bass fishing. Uh, a few of me and Seth's mutual friends as well. And Seth has never been super into it. So why don't you tell us why you don't like fishing? It's so expensive. It is an extremely expensive hobby, which you would not think, but it is. Uh, and there's like there's days you're going to go out there and you're not going to get a bite. And that's horrible. And you're not going to have fun. I know these guys don't have fun on those days because I've went with them. They don't enjoy that. They don't enjoy even mildly successful days where they get like two fish in an hour. That's not good enough. They just want the ripping jaws not, days, not the ripping lips days. Not necessarily true. They, you like, live for and those, those are too far and few between. Okay, that's your argument? Yep. Okay, 60 seconds. Go. Fishing, yes, is expensive, especially if you're going to get into it seriously. Um, you can buy one rod, and you can be as cheap with it as you want. You're probably just not going to catch as many fish. Um, anyway, I being out in the world and being in nature is great anytime. Um, Go hiking. What? Go hiking. Go ahead. Yeah, no. But the, the, cool, the coolest thing about it is that you're interacting with a, with a species that is challenging to interact with and you're not you're not going to see that fish unless you pull it out of the water pretty much you might cruise by and see it but they're i mean they try to get away they, they're scared of people so it's not like you can just swim down there and find them like you don't know necessarily know it's there until you pull it out on the end of your line and just tricking a species an animal into eating a fake thing that thinks it's because they think it's real food is that is the coolest thing ever and you i'm going over time but you could spend a lot of time with your friends make new friends just get to be out on the water just have a good time and just catching big fish okay it's awesome i y'all don't even keep them most of the time no we never hardly ever keep i them. hate that Except more than anything like, what's the survival the situation what's even the point a big largemouth bass is yeah not it's that, gonna taste wonderful not that good to eat They're yes not, they are bass aren't that great to yes eat. they are but that you're a a largemouth bass. If you were to catch one that was like five pounds, the age of that fish is unbelievable. And just to kill to kill that fish, just to eat it, it just it doesn't seem right to me. Oh, you can go out there, here. And no, on. you can go out and you can you can catch crappie and walleye and all those fish that are really good to eat, and especially crappie. And just, then there's stuff like bluegill, small fish, panfish, that kind of stuff. You can catch those in mass quantities if you want fish to eat. I think it's small, the smallmouth bass, which fight harder, more fun to catch, just have a smaller mouth. Uh, they, I think, grow like a pound a year is something like the average pound a year. You catch a, a five, six-pound smallmouth, that's an old fish. That's a wise fish. That's a, a, a adapted, specialized species. Mm-hmm. Natural selection. 
Like that's a smart one. And it's still bit into your it's kinda fake like, food. It's like killing a big white. T- yeah, you tricked that thing. It's like, have you ever turkey hunted? No, I've never went turkey hunting. Getting a turkey. I don't even care if I shoot the turkey. I, I just went last week and called one in, didn't get a good shot at it, but got him to like 35 yards. In the, the animal kingdom, especially with birds, the females go to the, to the males. So when you call a male turkey into you, you are completely going against enjoy, nature. I think I would enjoy uh, turkey hunting. Well, it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. You've got to figure out what those fish want. It's it's not just yeah. I'm just going to throw any old lure See, out okay, there. You got to figure you're it back out. Into it's what a puzzle I hate. you got to put together. See, every time I Challenge. go with every time I go with you guys, it, you cast out twice, and then you're cutting your reel and you're putting on something else, and like it takes freaking forever. I'm just the guy. Like, give me one thing, and I'm just going to go. Well, with go it. out like, with live bait then. Uh, We're trying to. And trickle. here's the thing. Like you're saying, like if you want to go cheap and you won't catch a good fish i didn't go cheap i bought i went expensive i'm right? not super expensive. you bought a i think i spent 200 on that no yes huh because i was gonna go with you guys. it was a combo reel no rod no reel, it was an it ugly not? stick separate and then a um what is the horrible kind of uh bait ri- caster bait caster yeah the bait caster oh, i, don't know how, was like I didn't know bucks. it racked up that high for yeah because the first the whole, one i bought was like 70 bucks it was a combo oh my god it was horrible and you got to learn to cast I went, it. Hans took me once, and then we all went camping once, and Hans and me went camping once. So I used the thing three times. Because I was like, I'll buy this if y'all promise I'll go, y'all will go fishing with me. I'm like, take me fishing. You never took me fishing. Malachi never took me fishing. I wasn't even there when you bought that. That was the night that I did not go. Well, I should have known better. Because... It's it was, so fun. It was no. Well, you can get you know, back The first time it. me and Hans went... Back into it me and Hans went uh, at that pond... Uh, I think the one you were saying that you were fishing at when you was hearing the hog guy. Uh, pretty sure. Maybe not. The hog guy. The, on the motorcycle. Oh, did I tell you about that? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, in the group. In the group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I was. Same, I think it was the same one. You went and over there? We caught quite a few fish there. Yeah, you caught some? Yeah. Was that not exhilarating? I mean, I've caught... I've went fishing all my life. My dad, We used to have a pond that was stocked... With uh, smallmouth and perch. And so I caught fish as a small child all the time. Yeah. And then my grandpa has a catfish pond that I could go catch catfish at right now. Well, Big catfish. Go catch them. Why? Just, you just don't get that much thrill no, out of it? No, I would rather go hiking. I really would. You get to see things out in nature. Well, you can go hike yeah. while, you're, while you're fishing. Or you can come with us to go fishing well, and just hike around. Y'all never invite me anywhere. Well, we have a... Oh, my God. We haven't been fishing very much. Come on. Let's go back to mom. <laughs> All right. Something you love that I hate. Books. <laughs> Any book. <laughs> Any book. What Are no, you are you specific? Fantasy books. Okay, so what, I, give me a... Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia, okay. The Stormlight Archive, um, The Wheel of Time, The... Gentleman Bastard series. Uh, there's just so many that I'm getting into. Okay. Like, this is a whole new world that I'm stepping into that I'm finding right now. Uh, I've just started following people on BookTube. I didn't press go, so I don't know how long I'm going to talk about this. But I just found people on well, you're uh, not arguing on yet. YouTube. You're just kind of setting the I, stage. I was kind of arguing already. I didn't get to say oh. why I hate books. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Why do you hate books? I hate books because I hate reading. 
That's basically How it. How do you hate reading? I do not like to read. You can watch a movie so much faster. No. It feels like a waste of time. While I'm reading, I feel like, man, I could be doing so many more productive things. Not to mention the books that you're naming are so long and so miserable. No. I have tried to read Lord of the Rings before. I tried to read The Hobbit. I did not get 50 pages into it. I said, this is absolutely I don't know miserable. if you can be a nerd. And say these things. I like Lord of the Rings movies. I watch the crap out of them, the extended versions. I'll watch a video about them. They're not as just good. Tell me, just tell me what the book says. They're I not can't get as into good. It. I cannot get into spending hours God. reading something that takes two and a half, three hours. Your to mind watch. is always going to be a better movie than the movie is. Like your imagination is going to be better. It's it. Yeah, but I could just watch what somebody mm-hmm. else is portraying. But people leave out stuff, important stuff. You're not even getting to hear all the hobbits sing all the songs if you're not reading the book. That's kind of a joke. Oh. There's a bunch of songs in the Lord of the Rings books. You have to read songs. Yeah. Not the best part. I'm not going to say that's part of my argument. All right, you want to rec- like put a timer on me? Yeah, I'll time you. Okay. Just absolutely. Ugh, just the just biggest waste of time. No, it's not. It, it's atrocious. The Harry Potter books, I, I think I might have read one of them, but then again, the movies. Okay. Are you ready to tell me? Go. Okay. Freaking Harry Potter, for one. There is, like, so many characters that are left completely out of the movies. The movies are nothing compared to the books. Like, do not, like, you cannot say you're a Harry Potter fan if you've not read the books, because the books are so much better. Um but as far as just reading, is it's making your mind better. It makes you think about a lot of things. It opens your mind, opens your whole mind to different worlds and different possibilities, and just like getting into the different magic systems that people write and they just think of. It just makes you more intelligent, especially if you're a Dungeons and Dragons player. I think you should read because you're going to find interesting little tidbits that you're gonna want to put into your games and stuff reading is good for you reading makes you think more reading makes you smarter uh reading is a great pastime instead of all this garbage that we find on television and stuff you can find books that just have a better message a better story and it's better written and that's a little under a minute but yeah wow there. that was really good for under books are awesome you almost made me want to read a book you should read a book and like i'm just getting like I used to read a lot in high school and stuff, and I've kind of gotten too busy. I listen to books more than I read, and I love listening to books. If That's you don't I, have I time to, to read, see, get, like take take uh, a week or so and give up your podcast and f- listen to a book. I love- like I will give you my Audible uh, information, and you can listen to some of the books I have. I have a bunch How of is- fantastic books. I listened to the first book in The Wheel of Time called The Eye of the World. This is a 15-book series. The first book was 29 hours, listening to it on Audible. And it was amazing. My dad's listening to it. He's loving it. This is an old series from the 90s, wrote by Robert Jordan. He died before he was able to write like the last three. And he had to have Brandon Sanderson... Someone they asked Brandon Sanderson to finish the book series. He was kind of an up and comer then. Now he's probably the greatest writer alive in America right now. Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson. He's writing the Stormlight Archive, which will be the Lord of the Rings of our generation. Stormlight Archive. Yes. The, none of those are out yet. Yeah, they're out. He's oh, wrote crap. He, the first book is uh, Words of Radiance or the Way of the King, Way of Kings. Those are the first two, and then the third one is Oathbringer, and this 
November twentieth, I think. I've got the like I'm gonna I've got the book pre ordered. Is uh how the, long are these books? These are super long. Uh I see I just I don't know, man. It like I'm gonna say give me a good train to hop on and I'll go read a book, but Okay. Like, I just I my mind wanders while I read. I'm super anxious well, while like I, said, I read. You should listen then. Just take I a fall week from asleep your reading books. Okay. Uh, 15 the, minutes, I'll fall asleep reading a book. The Words of Radiance uh, is 1,087 pages. That's... <laughs> Large print? I don't know. I've not got the books. <laughs> I listen to these. But, so, it, man, they're just such good... They're so good. Like, it starts off um, with this guy named Kaladin, and he's a slave, and he's being... You find out, like, he was a soldier, and somehow he became a slave, and you don't know why. This book switches perspectives a few times. It has Kaladin, it has Shallan, it has Dalinar. Um, These are all D&D characters that you've used. Yeah. Yep. When, who was I don't think Dalinar? I ever did Kaladin. No. Dalinar has not been mentioned in this campaign yet, but it's about to oh, be. Oh, he's a character yeah. in this campaign? How did I know that? Uh, Kai... You don't know Kyle yet. The, the listeners don't know Kyle, but Kyle brought back a note from Dalinar. He brought a note from yeah. Dalinar. Episode six, that six happens, something. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. that's enough of that. <laughs> so, yeah, these are just like tiny nods. Most of my characters, like uh, most of my NPCs, have names from different books and stuff that I've read because I just like them and I enjoy them. They're not going to be the same character. I'm going to just I just enjoy the name right. and it's easy for me to remember and I can associate it pretty well. I you I mean you could ask like my mom who taught me to read, had me reading at a young age. That might be why I hate it. I don't know. But she would she would always say that when I would look at like a long page, I it would freak me out. Like I couldn't I couldn't do it. I would get all distracted. So she would put like a a uh a piece, piece of paper, of paper mm-hmm. or a bookmark under the line I was reading, and I would read it like that, and I would get to the bottom of the page before I even realized it. And I think that's the same thing. Like I just, I'm always looking ahead. And when's the chapter end? So maybe I can stop and feel good about it. You know that kind of thing. I just hate. That's sad to me. Like it is. I so don't sad. know. It's my personality. I could be working on something. I could be doing something productive. Yeah. And I'm reading a book. Like you can well, be doing like I something said, productive. I am, I am totally on board with listening to books. I love listening to books. Yeah, I could. I could try that. You, you should. You but should I'm not going to catch up on Critical Role and listen to all my other podcasts. I mean, I, just take one week off from your podcast. It's not going to hurt you that bad in the long run. And it is the Brilliantly Dumb Show posts two every week. Who? Brilliantly Dumb Show. You should listen to that. Okay. You think it was hilarious? Okay. Shout well, out Robbie Berger. <laughs> <laughs> I. I mean. I love listening to books. I finished, like, I just listened to Seal Team 6. I said that earlier. Uh, it was a nine-hour book. Listened to it in about three days. Easy. Just working around, putting my AirPods in, just working while I work it. I, can, I don't have to think about it hard. Are the people reading the book annoying? I, I can't sometimes they're bad. Like, do I, they do voices? or like what? Some of them do, and I like that. Yeah, because you can keep so, track of people. But. Yeah. Um, like, the Stormlight Archive is uh, read by two people. It's... Uh, Michael Kramer and Kate Redding, and she does a fantastic job for the female parts. That she like she does she reads the Shalon chapters, and then he reads the male chapters. How um, brutal would that be to have to be recording that, to be in a studio for hours reading that book? I think it'd be loud. pretty fun. 
one of the people I follow on YouTube, uh, shout out to uh, Murphy Napier. <laughs> I've just started following her. She's a booktuber, and she just talks about what books she reads. Like that's, and she actually just has a studio at her home. I think she is. She's kind of getting into where she's able to. She's doing. Uh, she reads for books now on Audible. Maybe not audible, but she's doing voiceover acting for oh, books. Get, get into that, and I'll. Uh, I do out. not have a good enough voice. <laughs> for, ah, you got a pretty good. Voice. No, no one wants to listen to me. Michael Kramer is silky smooth, like just, but also like husky and just. It's oh, it's he has an amazing voice. I'm listening to the Fisherman right now because my forever DM Rudy. Uh, he and I have been listening to a different book every month. Like the first month, I think he chose a book called Goblin, the Goblin Emperor or something. That was never heard of it. Never would have been, never would have found it without him. The second month I chose Moby Dick. We listened to a classic Moby Dick. That was fun. Uh, very interesting book. It's a, it's a classic for a reason. It's really good. Uh, and then we just went back and forth. We just finished the first Dexter book was what I wanted to read this past month. It was horrible. The show is so much better. This is one of the rare times that the uh, book is not as good as the movie or the television show. I wonder about uh, Sherlock Holmes. I wonder if the books are as good as the movie. See, I want to eventually read the Sherlock Holmes. They have Stephen Fry. They have a... uh, On Audible, they have Stephen Fry reading them. And you probably don't know who Stephen Fry is. No. In the Sherlock Holmes movies, he is Sherlock's brother. I don't remember Sherlock's brother. I think it was in the second movie that he had. A Are brother. there three of those, or just what? two? Two movies. Movies. Yeah, there's only two. Just two. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've only there's seen the second one one though. time. But I, I want to watch. I want to. I want to eventually read. I have like, I've just got onto Goodreads. It's a way that you can like uh, review books that you've read and stuff, and also find books that you want to read. And I have twenty-one books that I want to read right now. 52 books that I've like just put on there that I've read. Well, I'm taking six a, or seven years. I mean, huh? no, I'll, I'll go both of those 21 books. My, on on Audible, can you read them too, or can you only no, listen you can only to listen them? to them. But if you have a copy, like you can go right. to a library and get a free copy and read along. Some um, people do that. I was just thinking some because like back in school, you had to read books. I mean, that was just yeah. what happened. And I was thinking some books I really liked, uh, the, the Spiderwick Chronicles. Did you ever read those? I did not like the Spiderwick Chronicles. They were the ones with the, with the crackly edges on the pages, right? I think so. Man, I got into those. I like really? those a lot. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think the library quit getting them at the school, and I just really? kind of well, Maybe off. the writer hadn't but wrote the them the series of unfortunate events. I love the series of unfortunate events. Oh, my gosh. What, did they just make one of those movies, or did they make a couple? They should have finished them because those were so good. You know, there's a Netflix uh, series of uh, a series of unfortunate events. Well, now I have a reason to good. log into your Netflix. It's and- pretty good. <laughs> it's really good, and I they might be going to finish it. Like they might actually finish the series. There were 13 books of that, and that was really good. So good, and the movie was so good. It didn't have Jim Carrey. Was that one bad guy? Yeah, that, and- it was, it's Jim Carrey in the movie. In the television show, it's um, the guy who plays Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother, um, Neil Patrick Harris fantastic actor he's so funny well, those, it's so good those books were just super dark yeah and, and for kids they so were, good. yeah you wouldn't think they were so dark now i like guess as, as oh, really yeah they're not they're, it's it's for kids like, the movies so seem pretty dark when people dying and yeah i mean they're like foster kids and they don't even know who their parents are and they're getting carted around to these evil people they were no they were orphans they were just orphans yeah their parents oh, okay, died okay. in the or they died in a fire in the fire oh yeah the mysterious fire yeah that probably wasn't mysterious. No. I never got to that. Olaf definitely set it up, set their house on fire. Did I it? think you found that out in the first book. 
Maybe so. Yeah. Anyway, those are great books. Yeah, I'd read were. those. I'll re- you know what? I will read or listen to a book by the time we do this next. Okay. Okay. You can. I, you need to log on to my Audible and I'll find a book that you'd like. Like I have the first Harry Potter book on there. Right no, I don't want to do that. I've 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 not read all the. No, I haven't read anywhere close to all the books. Like I I have. I remember me and my sister. I think read the Sorcerer's Stone. Like she read it to me mm-hmm. when I was old enough to be reading but she was just reading it and something like for some reason kids are coming up a lot between me and cynthia we're talking about kids all the time lately because you're about to have one probably bro i hope not no (laughs) i don't want a kid (laughs) zero stars (laughs) it's not true i would love to be a dad i don't know if i'm ready right now but eventually soon enough but like i I'm. I, I, I've told you. I think I'm like supposed to be getting a bookshelf for a late. Yeah, I wedding thought we were going to have it already. Yeah. Well, Corona. It was coming. It the was weekend coming that the week Corona really hit and everyone shut down. My uh, my cousin decided not to come visit with my grandma. Or I would have it. Yeah. And I just and like they have the illustrated Harry Potter books, and I'm buying one every year, and I'm going to read those to my kids, and it has pictures of the pages, and I can't wait to read it with my kids. Like, they're going to grow up listening to these books. I want to get really, like, I want to get the whole Wheel of Time because I'm loving that. I'm going to keep listening to that. I want to eventually get those books. The Stormlight Archive, I want to get all those. Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn series, his Elantra series, his Warbreaker. Like, he has so many books that Too I... Too many books. I read, you know what I did read? Remember Stormbreaker? What, what were those... Alex Ryder. Alex Ryder. I yeah. read all those, I those believe. Those were sweet. All the way through yeah. uh, well, Eagle Strike. I don't think I read yeah. what came after that. I, I think, think that I, I, those I were got too long. old. Yeah, those were cool. Those were awesome. I used to be really into like spy, espionage, yeah. black ops kind of stuff. And those yeah. were awesome. You would probably like SEAL Team 6. It was very interesting. And it's just the memoirs of a guy who was, in, was a Navy SEAL. What's a book? I Give me a fantasy book. I'll do this okay. legit, and I'll listen you to want a fantasy, fantasy book. book. Okay, let me just read the list of, that I've got here. Something that you've read already. Okay, I just I just finished the Eye of the World. That's the first book of the uh, of the Wheel of Time series. That one has fifteen. Um, Station Eleven. That's I just finished that a little while ago. This What's is that about? this is the one that made me want to play a, uh, a zombie game so bad. It's about the whole point, and it's really crazy how they tie this all these characters in. It jumps back and forth after an uh, after an apocalyptic uh, flu comes. It just wipes out the world, and all these people are sick, and they a lot of them die, and just the country shuts down. Power doesn't work anymore. Like all the like it pretty much apocalypse. Like apocalyptic, yeah. And it starts before. Then, like, right as the outbreak happens, and you meet this actor, and then, like, every other character that it jumps to, like, 15 or so years into the apocalypse, and you're following characters that were somehow connected to this actor. And they're all, like, they all care about this actor or have been influenced by this actor and stuff, and none of them really know it. And it's super interesting. That's pretty cool. Don't Not, think, it's, don't think I'm into that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have one that I've not listened to yet. It's Off to Be a Wizard. I'm pretty excited about that one. I have It by Stephen King. No. No? Okay. Seen the movie. I've got the uh, uh, the song of, of Fire and Ice. Or Ice and Fire. The Game of Thrones books. No. They're fantastic. I'm not doing Game of Fantas- Thrones. Fantastic. Oh. I'm not doing... I don't want something that was a TV show. 
Once again, the books are better. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I'm just, I didn't even watch Game of Thrones. I just don't want, I don't know. I just don't want that. Did it start with books, Game of Thrones? It was books to begin yeah, with? Books. I didn't know that. Yeah, he started like Find in 92. something D&D-ish. Okay, Lord Words of, of Radiance. Lord of the Rings. I, I don't know if you'd like, I don't know. You're so, not Words of Radiance. Way of Kings is the first one, actually. Are those too long? Can I finish one by next week? No. Uh, the Way of Kings is... 45 hours. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's two huge. days straight. This is I, I don't know if I can do it, man. I don't, I, I don't know about it. I don't okay, know. if you want a short one, uh, NPCs. One, the thing that I kind of uh, said okay. was it's, seven, it's almost eight hours. Long. I don't know if I can keep up with that one. Why? Because didn't you say it's like in and out of reality all the time? No, no. It's very easy to follow. Okay, I'd N- say it's NPCs, flag it or something, and I'll log on there. How much is Audible a month? Why can't I just get my own account? Well, if you don't like it, then you're... Well, how much is it, though? I don't know. I can't remember. I've just had it so long that I just it's just part of my monthly payment. Not sponsored by Audible. Should be. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'll log, um, in. I'll log into it. We have, I have another book here that I want to read. We have always lived in the castle. Don't know anything about it. I have The Hobbit, 12 hours. No, only 12 11 hours, hours, 5 minutes. The Hobbit is only 11 hours, Ele- 5 minutes. The Hobbit's pretty short. Why don't I just listen to The Hobbit? Uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. Hold on. How long is it? Oh, it's not. I've seen the movies. There. Mm. <laughs> Do you know who Tom Bombadil is? No. Okay, then you don't know anything about The Lord of the Rings. I haven't even seen The Hobbit movies. <laughs> oh, goodness. What, what, what do you think I should read? The Hobbit would be probably pretty good. Um, NPCs would be good. If you really wanted the best book out of here that I have, I would have to tell you to listen to uh, to start the Stormlight Archive. Forty-five hours. I would like. And you say that's going to be the Lord of the Rings of our generation? Yes, absolutely. The Stormlight Archives. Yes. Forty-five hours. Yep. That's like twelve episodes of Critical Role. That's going to take me probably two, three months to listen to. Well, it's worth it. I'll probably give up. Don't. I mean, if you were to try it, like it took me a little bit. Uh, the first chapter is about. Could you read it faster than you're listening to it? I'm sure. Oh you yeah, could. because they put like they they pause and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they, he sounds so good. <laughs> and but also like I would have to sit down and read. Whereas I told you I listen to these books while I'm working. Right. Like, as I'm just going like. It. There's times that I'm on a tractor for eight hours a day. So that's eight hours. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Where, yeah, perfect for that. Really great. So, I mean, I have a good job for it, so I yeah. can enjoy it. That's what I'm hoping books. for. I'm hoping the next job I get is something where I can just listen to podcasts all day. Just cruising down the road. I have a Game of Thrones. You should, like, that one's really good. I don't, it's much shorter. I'll do, I'll do the Stormlight. Another one that I think it would, it would be easy for you to get into, and this is very Dungeons and Dragonsy, y um, is The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. How long is that one? It's it's also long, but it feels like the guy opened a the player's handbook, went back and started creating a character. He wanted to play a bard who uh, had whose background was urchin, like like a street busker. Yeah, yeah. No, he he lived he like at a point he becomes uh, homeless and lives on a street, and it talks about for a, like a few awesome it- chapters how he is just living. Trying to like, he's stealing stuff. He's like begging. Is it present day or is it? No, it's fantasy. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. You think I should read that one? Then how long is that one? 
me look at the details here. This one's 27 hours. Well, that's half of the other. Half of. But if I'm going to get into the Stormlight archives, I might as well start. Wow. This one is easier to read, I think. I loved... Okay. Patrick Rothfuss has kind of made a lot of people mad because he wrote... The, he's, he's writing a trilogy. The Name of the Wind, it's out. Uh, a Wise Man Fears, it's out. The third one, people have been waiting for like 10 years for this book. And he still hasn't released. It's supposed to release this year. It's like Amazon and another bookstore has on their website that you can buy this book and it'll be out in August or something. So people are pretty excited. But people don't know how he's going to finish it. I love these two books. Um, they're wonderful to read. They're, it's very interesting. Interesting, I hate his love interest. I hate his love interest in these books. She's horrible. One of the worst characters I've ever read. Horrible. <laughs> Hater. The guy who showed me this book agrees. I've never seen anyone who said a good thing about the love interest of this book. But maybe that's the point. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's it follows a man named Kavoth. And he in the first book he uh learns that he has magical abilities. He learns that about a college that he can go to and learn to get more. And it just the follows. College of Winterhold. Similar. <laughs> Very similar. Very similar. The Mage's Guild. Yeah. It's... If you liked The Name of the Wind, I would listen to that one first because it's easier to listen to. Brandon Sanderson's is a little bit more of that... uh, Brutal drag-on details. No, I would say... Of the two writers, I would actually say Patrick Rothfuss is more flowery of a writer. He likes to go into... Like into detail a little bit more explaining the things, but Brandon's is he has created a whole world. Like all of his creatures are interesting in the fact that they all are like crab-like. The chickens have like a carapace on them. They're all crab-like. They're all every creature is like is somehow crab-like. That just turned me off of the book. See that that took a little bit. I didn't know that going in. So like when they were describing creatures, I just like what in the world didn't understand it but yeah all of his creatures are crab like and that's it's just and part which of one the, was that that was the that's the stormlight archive it's pick a good. pick a book pick I, a book i want me. you to listen i think it'd be easier for you to get into uh the name of the wind name of the wind the name of the wind i'll listen to it okay i'll try my best all right awesome is there anything else we want to discuss today? No, th- that'll close it Okay, out. anyone who's listening, if y'all have some great fantasy uh, books that y'all have not heard me mention, I'm looking to get into it. I do want to finish the 15 series uh, books of <laughs> The Wheel of Time, but I'm, I'm looking for more books to add to my bookshelf when I get one. Yeah, even though you're listening to all of them. I, will, I read too, but... You're going to get the books that you've already listened to and, and read, a, and, and and read, read them? Yeah, probably. No, you won't. I will. I like reading. Let me read them until you're 80 right years here. old. I have this wedding gift that for my sister. Uh, the first Harry Potter book, it's the 20th uh, anniversary. She considers herself a Ravenclaw. So this is... Like it's a hard book cover that has the Ravenclaw colors and stuff, and it's freaking awesome. And I've told my wife I better get a Gryffindor one soon. It's gonna You're go a on my shelf. Oh yeah, I'm a Gryffindor. 
I think I am too, but I don't. I we don't need really to take know. the quiz sometime on Pottermore. I, I think I did it before. Yeah, I almost had a party, like a huge Harry Potter party, and I was going to. I everyone that I was bringing, I had take the test, and I found out what house they were in, and I did not tell any of them, and I was going to sort them when they got there, and it was going to be the That'd start be of the party. Legit. I think it'd be fun. We do yeah. that. Just do I was going to make butter beer, and I was going to make all the kind of cakes and pasties and stuff that they had and maybe watch some of the harry potter movies and you still you still need to get that together oh, yeah. as long as i'm invited okay well sounds good to me when corona's over ah uh, yeah i'm so ready for it to be over <laughs> i'm so ready to get back together and play dungeons and yeah i know me too like, that's the only thing i'm really missing out on right yeah. now it's killing me gosh well anyway yeah thanks for stopping by and doing another uh podcast with me man yeah it's fun it is fun. We hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, leave us some comments. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know if some segments y'all want us to add. Let yeah. us know what if we want to talk about something more. We want to talk about something less. We'll listen. That's right. See y'all next time. See you next time. On say it in common. Say it in common.